Hey there! Welcome to Imperfectly Pollyanna, a podcast where we have real and honest talk while finding the positive in the imperfections, whether in homeschool, faith, health, or overall life. I am your host, Courtney, and I am so glad you're here. Sometimes I feel like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> anyway, if you're new here, welcome to my world. If you are returning, then welcome back. Since we last chatted, how has your week been? Really? Was it as full and busy as mine? Just craziness? We are headed into the conclusion of the gymnastic season for my kids. We spent a day out of town cheering my son on as he had the best meet of the season so far. It was so cool to watch. So exciting to see his excitement and pride. We also took our dogs to the vet. That was a good time. And for the first time, we took them together. That was an experience in and of itself. My younger one, she is a shepherd husky mix. We got her from animal control probably like eight years ago now. And I love her, but she has quite the personality and the flair for drama. Likely gets it from her mama. And by her mama, I mean me. And, you know, it's fine. But she's entertaining at least. Today, I'd like to sit down or walk with you if that's what you're doing as you listen, and ask the question, can we ever be too old for a calling? My husband and I have decided it's time to finally actively look at moving to a bigger place. We've been in the same house since we've been married, and while it has served its purpose very well, we love our neighbor, we have just simply grown out of it. And if we're putting it all out there, I am just made for the country. The green grass, the crickets chirping, and the frogs ribbiting. <laughs> Who knows? I can't think of the word. Croaking? Croaking? No, that's not right, is it? Crap. Now I need to search for the word I'm trying to find. Okay, so I stopped and looked it up. Apparently, I was right in croaking. I just think of croaking and dead. I mean, maybe some people are like, well, a dead frog is better than a, than a real one. I don't know. But anyway, it sounded weird. We're friends here, right? So I think you're going to find that I am so far from having it all together, including my brain functioning and finding words on the fly. Welcome again to my world. Anywho, the country. That's where we were. Well, that's where I would like to be. We used to have chickens, and now we have four rabbits. And I want space. I want lots of space, or at least bigger than what we have now. Room for my gardens. I have two aeroponic tower gardens, one inside, one outside. I love it. But I also want in-the-ground gardens. At least I think I do. I don't know how great I'll be at it, but I digress. I'd also like a front porch with a rocking chair and a swing, watching the sunrise with a cup of warm coffee, seeing the sunset as my kids run around, laughing, playing, and breathing in the fresh air. We went to see a couple of houses this past weekend. While they had some nice things, you just have those times when you know, you know? And the only thing we knew was that they just weren't our house. We even looked at land, and now we've decided we are simply just going to trust it all to work out either way. Though, I feel like I've been waiting forever, and I'm just impatient. I think, I would really like to have this picture in my head before I'm too old to enjoy the memories, or make them. Of course, the way my overthinking works, I then think, don't jinx it. <laughs> Your picture is never what reality is, and... You'll have to practice what you preach with having to pivot from what you thought you wanted. Then my thoughts go to, but God gives us the desires of our heart if we are searching after him. Wouldn't that mean my desires would be his desires? 
See how this can make someone start to lose it after a while. (laughs) Hopefully, I'm not the only one. Speaking of having pictures in your head, making plans, desires of our hearts, and a full week, besides everything I've already mentioned, something else exciting has happened that I would like to announce here. As of today, we have officially become Adoption Homesteady Approved. Cue the audience clapping and all the things. I know you're cheering with me, right? Go ahead. You can clap. Yay, go us. If you're not familiar with what that means, I'll share just a bit. In order to adopt, no matter which route you go, you must complete a home study. This involves lots of paperwork, interviews, questions, background and fingerprint checks, and searching down deep to be open, honest, and vulnerable. We began our journey last year, and our hearts broke when the adoption plan we had fell through. It took months of basically just feeling numb, sometimes tears, phone calls, conversations, and I even did a lot of staring blankly at my computer screen trying to decide when it was time to move on and what that even looked like. Our desire to grow our family has never stopped, but the route to get there is still up in the air and only God knows, truly, how this part of our story will continue. Trusting when you can't see past the next door can be a bit scary. I'm not talking just with adoption, though that is certainly so, but it's sort of like when I was a kid. I was terrified of going downstairs in the evening or during the night because I felt alone and couldn't see in the dark. My sisters and I still joke to this day how I used to make one of them stand at the top of the stairs if I needed to go down into the kitchen until I came back up. I expected her to stand watch. And she was five years younger than me, (laughs) as if she was going to be able to do anything other than scream for help if the boogeyman just happened to be standing by the Pop-Tarts. I should say that I did have legit reasons to be scared due to several instances when our family had stalkers and those who made threats. Ah, a pastor's family. However, I was quite safe in my home. My dad made sure of that. Still didn't stop me from having moments of freakout. In our adoption journey, now that we have an approved home study, it's simply a matter of being matched. We are working with both a private agency as well as DCS. We have no idea when or If we will ever be matched, we just have to keep trusting that God knows and has the perfect plan. Again, doesn't mean I don't have moments of freak out. (laughs) Just means I can also immediately turn to him for comfort. It will all work out. While we were looking at houses this week, I felt myself starting to feel emotional about it. No joke, about the time I was going to cry because that's just who I am, crier over the need for a Gone with the Wind style house. I look over to see a billboard on the side of the road that said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. So that was that. I felt peace again. (laughs) It will all work out. When I'm planning a podcast episode, I typically have the habit of recording on Mondays, editing on Tuesdays, and then the episode goes out every Wednesday. This week was not cooperative with my plan. So I'm doing all the things in one day, hoping to have it out by the morning. Well, today, by the time you hear this. I sat down to type up ideas because my brain just hasn't focused on one thing to chat about. I checked my stats, and it seems like the last week didn't do as well as the previous one. In fact, the episodes I have felt the least confident in are the ones who have been doing better versus the ones I am like, this is the one! Ironically, as I was typing up a few thoughts about having a calling, can we have more than one? believing in your capabilities and some other stuff, I get a text from my dad. 
Now, he had no idea what I was working on at all. He said he just wanted to bless me today and shared he was reading the reviews on Apple Podcasts about the show. He was so proud, such a proud dad. But one thing that stuck out to me was he said, you don't have to push to make it happen. It just flows when you're authentic. Life is a funny place. If you're willing to take the time to pay attention, there are little blessings and God nudges, sometimes in a big way and sometimes in a way you may not even see if you're not looking for it, but to let you know that you're where you're supposed to be, doing what you should be doing. It doesn't mean you know exactly what to do every single step of the way. It may just be what my mom has called a God wink, that moment when you're reminded of his love for you. Have you ever had someone tell you or... Perhaps you've actually told someone else that we are not unique. Not in a bad way, of course, but in the way to let someone know that we are all the same. And I think it's usually related to when someone is going through a hard time and worried, but are told it's not a new issue and others have been there and gotten through it. I truly believe it's said in a way to let you know that you're not alone, to encourage you or to let you know, hey, I know you don't know everything right now, but you will learn because others have been there and will show you. The thing is, I have heard that phrase, and it's always rubbed me the wrong way. Maybe I'm the only one, I don't really know. The reason is that, yes, we are all humans, imperfect, gone through similar situations, always learning, and all that stuff. And while there are a lot of things that have us being the same, I have to give a solid, that's a negative ghostwriter to being told you and I are not unique. A human body is created by a bunch of cells, right? It is held together by bones, cartilage, skin, muscles, and houses organs all working together to function in unison. Humans go through losses, betrayals, joys, successes, discouragements, and all the typical life experiences. Yet, everyone has a different DNA. Everyone has a different fingerprint. We are both all created differently and uniquely, yet all in the image of God. How incredible, right? Is it possible to be unique and the same all at once? I think so. Did you know there are thousands of podcasts on parenting, kids and family, homeschooling, faith, and health? Did you know that a lot of them cover similar topics as each other? Do you know how hard it is to not compare yourself to someone else? I'm sure you do. We've all been there. When that happens, when it's happened to me, I begin to think things like, Maybe I'm not in the right place. Maybe I'm not following the route I have been called to travel. Maybe I am destined to sit where I am in life and be content. Did you know it's possible to be both content and have a calling? Is it possible to have more than one calling? Is there ever a time in our life when our ability to change lives and build a better life are done? Do we ever become too old for pursuing dreams? I think about people in the Old Testament. If you've been listening for any amount of time now, you know that that was probably going to come up at some point or another. I like the stories in the Bible. What can I say? But I think about people in the Old Testament. Have you ever paid attention to how old some of these people were when they died? Or how old some of them were when they had their storyline and how it peaked? Yes, we aren't living as old as them now. I know. I'm actually not too disappointed about not living to be 400. <laughs> But if Abraham can have a son at 100 years old and Moses was 80 when he went back to Egypt to lead the Israelites out of slavery, y'all, if someone can be a world shaker at 80 
and another can have the son he had prayed for at a hundred? Who are we to doubt the ability to still have incredible things happen to us at any age? I mean, come on. Are there things you've put on the back burner or decided it was never going to happen because life has happened to you? Are you comfortable where you are? Or maybe you're uncomfortable but too afraid to move. Why? When I look back on my life, I already see dreams I let go. Plans that failed. And yes, it has all worked out. Yes, good things come from those moments. New dreams grew. New plans happened. Life isn't just one step in front of the other. It's an entire marathon. It's not one scene in a story, but a full-on magnificent opera full of possibilities, full of opportunities, full of life to be lived. Many people will speak on finding the things you're good at and going with it, a niche, if you will. Who's to say that there aren't plenty of little things that all combine together, like little cells, to make one incredible human being that was created uniquely out of love in order to love? Sure, there are things that we have to approach differently as we age. I have recently had issues with sciatica and was told at a doctor's appointment that I should let younger ones handle some stuff when it comes to moving things at work. She and I both got a chuckle because, first of all, it was funny to hear, but also funny to think that that would actually happen. Also, I'll be 42 this year. I remember when I thought that was so old. There are days I feel older. (laughs) I remember when my pop retired from preaching. The first time. (laughs) I think he retired at least three more times, maybe more. He wanted to retire, yet he had such a heart for helping people, helping the church, ministering, and he just simply couldn't stop. We used to get a good laugh at him retiring just to go to a new church and preach. My great-grandma, my pop's mom, was preaching to people at nursing homes, and she was older than the residents. No joke. When you have a calling on your life, and we all do, even if we don't know what it is, we have to keep going and pursuing that. Does God want us to wallow in what-ifs, what could have been, or even simply saying, I am content in my life and happy where I am, but then not continue to improve? We are never going to be perfect. We will never be fully complete until we have completed this life. So my question is, what is it that you feel you have been called to do? Is it to homeschool your kids? Is it to get back into church regularly? Is it taking charge over your health? Is it to pursue a job? Is it forgiving someone who hurt you years ago and you've never gotten over it? Is it reaching out to someone you've lost contact with? Is it filling out the paperwork you've procrastinated over? See, having a calling to me doesn't mean being big, famous, changing thousands of lives, building a huge empire, or a successful business. Though those things aren't necessarily bad, but not everyone is called to do the same thing. We are not all the same. We are unique, even if we are in the same field of expertise, even as Christians, even as parents. As the saying goes, he doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. Are you allowing negative Nellie in your head? That's right, that mean old Nellie Olson. Is she shutting down any thoughts of worthiness? Are you letting her decide how you live your life? Or are you going to step out in faith and pursue those things in which you have been set apart to do? Are you going to allow your mistakes, scars, age, whatever it is, are you going to allow it to determine the road you should be on? Growing up, I wanted to be a missionary. I also wanted to be a singer. 
Today, I get to love people hard and find out all the ways God can use my imperfections. I get to see how even my idea of perfection doesn't compare to what is ahead. I love the movie The Greatest Showman. I'm sure you've seen it. If you haven't, please go now. Go watch it. (laughs) Well, after we're done. After the show. More than that, the soundtrack is timeless. I will never tire of listening to it. I really won't. I want to share part of one of the songs because it fits so perfectly with what I'm trying to convey. And I think music speaks when you don't have the right words. The song says, I see it in your eyes. You believe that lie that you need to hide your face, afraid to step outside. So you lock the door, but don't you stay that way. No more living in those shadows. You and me, we know how that goes. Because once you see it, oh, you'll never, never be the same. We will be the light that's turning. Bottle up, but keep on shining. You can prove there's more to you. You cannot be afraid. Come alive. Come alive. Go and light your light. Let it burn so bright reaching up to the sky, and it's open wide. You're electrified. When the world becomes a fantasy, and you're more than you could ever be, because you're dreaming with your eyes wide open, and we know we can't go back again to the world that we were living in, because we're dreaming with our eyes wide open. So come alive. I just want to go and listen to it now. It's hard not to sing that to you instead of just say it. Hopefully you see the point I'm trying to make. No matter where you've been, what you've done, who you know or don't, no matter your age or circumstance, you still have life to live and to give. If you've been putting something off that you feel called to do, here's your sign. Do I mean do things hastily without wisdom? Of course not. But at the same time, you can't let fear or what the world sees as impossible hold you back from living in freedom and fulfillment. I'm hoping this podcast finds its way to someone who may be needing some encouragement with their faith, homeschool, health, their life. If that's you, you found a friend. If you have someone in mind that might relate or you have been touched in something shared, would you mind sharing it? The way a podcast gets traffic is through word of mouth and I would sure appreciate it. You can also leave a review or rating if the platform you listen on offers that as an option. I'd love to connect. So please come find me on Facebook, Instagram, or you can even send me an email to Courtney at imperfectlypollyanna.com. I've put that in the show notes for you. Also, don't forget to subscribe in order to know when new episodes are available. Remember, you are loved and I am glad you are here. See you next time.